Hi, this is Christopher Walken, and you're listening to Juan and Joe, the podcast. Keep it here and tell me, are these guys' voices fucked up or is it me? Pow! Let's try this again, shall we? Okay. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> I hope everybody had a, uh, a good New Year's Eve and a good New Year's Day, I guess. Uh, even if you, like I said, didn't go out to party, I'm sure a lot of people did. At least had a little small group together is always cool, which what we did only, I think there's only five of us, which is a normal group that hangs out. And it was uh, it was a good time. Um, you you know we got uh, we got spoiled for sure by uh, my buddy Robert, who um, actually just in in food wise and hosting, fantastic. Just like my buddy Mike. I mean, those guys know how to host. Robert had some caviar that I personally have never had. And I found it absolutely exquisite. It was fucking amazing. And he created, created, he made these little um, pancake things that were just stellar. I, I don't know if they are. I mean, you could just put maple syrup on them. And they were fantastic, which you basically put the caviar on all the little toppings. He had onions and um, oregano, I think, something like that. <laughs> um, uh, sour cream. No, no, it's actually cream cheese, but this really, really... The reason I say sour cream, because it has the consistency of sour cream. Ah, man, superb. Um, before I go into that, sorry, I apologize. My name is Jose Meza from Hella Average um, with Jose uh, podcast, formerly the Juan and Joe uh, podcast. And uh, it's me. I'm back again. I know. I did a little backwards. I started talking and I just don't like cutting my flow off. I had to force it. It's almost like when you, well, for us guys out there know what I'm talking about. When you have to basically cut your pee mid-pee, right? You're pissing and something happens, something comes up, something startles and you have to cut that off in mid p and you get that sting and the flow is just not there anymore it just sucks it's kind of like that i would say so i had to before i got in 30 minutes later and finally introduced myself <laughs> um but anyways yes so uh, um thanks again for uh for stopping by and uh and taking the time uh to take a listen and um hear my Shit, I guess. It, you know, too bad this wasn't live, but of course, then that would be radio, I suppose. And I not actually qualified for that. So, uh, back to uh, the New Year's Eve thing. So, yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, he had, I mean, he had this whole setup and uh, these other crackers, and had a nice cheese. He had a great spread. He had three different types of cheeses that were awesome. Along with beers that I brought, well, we brought over and other people brought over and uh, and he had some there and it was just awesome. I mean, there's not many things I think that you can eat and drink beer and not really feel too full. 
and cheese and caviar are definitely right there where you can you can eat drink and not feel too full or you know uncomfortable uh i would say the caviar probably not as often being that the can that he had or the tin that he had which wasn't very large i, I mean i want to say i'd have to look at my pictures but i want to say maybe an ounce or two for 125 bucks which i knew it was expensive but i just didn't you know i was heard about whatever i never got into that type of shit and then when he told me i was just thinking wow that is definitely quite pricey i mean that is a couple damn good steaks at city hall um a shit ton of taco tuesday i mean shit ton pretty crazy but once a year he went all out and we celebrated and it was awesome another friend brought well his wife brought some enchiladas brought we brought some rice and beans i guess it was kind of mexican themed in a way outside of the caviar because not many mexicans eat that caviar right unless it's probably from there anyways yeah i know this mexican had never had caviar before and it was exquisite fucking exquisite but man it was um it was a great time we were supposed to go to my other buddy Mike's, and unfortunately, he was feeling a little ill, a little sick, along with his girlfriend was too. She went and took a test and uh, came out negative, which was a plus. And then my buddy Mike went over, well, I think he went to go take a test the next day or something like that. So unfortunately, we couldn't uh, go to his spot. Uh, but Robert was more than happy to open up his place and it was not too far from there. But yeah, uh, my buddy Mike ended up taking the test and lo and behold, he came out positive. Yeah, that I wasn't expecting. I really thought it was just maybe just the flu cold being that it's, it is that season here in AZ. I, oh, I almost said, <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter if I did say her name, but Mike's girlfriend also was negative, so I figured, well, it's a possibility that he'll be negative as well, and no, he was positive, and he said he was feeling it quite badly. I've been checking on him text-wise, just shooting him over a text every day, seeing how he's doing, seeing how he's feeling, and he says it's just been pretty fucking bad, I guess. He hasn't been sick for quite some time. And uh, and this one hit him pretty hard, and he feels he underestimated this plague, as we call it, a little bit, and definitely has battled through it, I guess, for a little bit. Um, you know, hasn't lost uh, hasn't lost a sense of taste or smell, but has been dizzy, has been coughing, feels it in his lungs. So yeah, he got uh, he got hit pretty decently. I would say, but, you know, I, I always think like if you don't get sick, because it happened to me, if you don't get sick in four or five years, the time that you do get sick, it's going to, it's going to knock you on your ass. I don't, and it, it goes with whichever, because that happened to me a few years back, maybe just a couple years ago, when I hadn't been sick for a long time, and then just the regular flu came and it just, it just wrecked me. 
I was out for a few days. Never felt something like, well, I probably did, but it's been so long and it just, it just wrecked me. So it's kind of, I, I, it's almost like, oh, it's almost like if you get sick every year, you might not have it as bad, but if you go, you know, five or five, five years or so, it seems like when it hits you, it's going to fucking put you down. But he was, he was feeling it. I mean, I'm not laughing at him. It's just, it's just crazy how, how, um, bad it can, it can take you down. And, uh, I think he's getting better now. I don't know. I don't think he's over or through it yet, but he seems to be doing, um, okay now. So yeah, uh, not, you know, whatever new year's it was, it was a good time. You guys already, oh yeah. Cause you guys did hear my rant. I think, uh, last time I was talking about the new year's thing, how it's man-made and all that stuff. And yes, it is. But hey, if you can use it for motivation, I'm not going to argue against that. I think it's a good thing. Um, but yeah, it was just different this time. I didn't really, I didn't see anything on the whole Times Square thing because my buddy doesn't have cable or anything like that, just Netflix and things, you know, all the streaming services. And um, I didn't, I actually even forgot about it, but... I imagine it was empty for the first time there in Times Square as far as Vegas. And that, that had to be a sight to see. Man, this thing is just, again, it doesn't care what day, year, what it is. It's coming. Well, it's already here. It's almost like Jon Snow, right? Winter's coming. But this thing has been here for too long. Nobody heeded those warnings from 2019. Um... But yeah, it's been uh, it's been a little busy for me now this week. For one, is I kind of got some fraudulent orders on my card. Now, at first, I thought somebody compromised my card, so I canceled it. I had a couple charges on there, and I was just like, "What the hell is this?" And, um, so it had the website companies, which I never ordered from and, and in the statement in my statements. And when I finally, I emailed them, I never heard back. So then, well, first of all, I called the bank saying, Hey, I want to dispute this and that. And of course, bank of America, whoo, thank God I'm just temporary with them. Um, just right on it. Uh, yeah, we could do this, do that, help you. Sure, we'll take, we'll take your dispute. Extremely helpful. And then that's where it ends. I haven't heard a peep from them since. No update, nothing. I mean, wow. What a great, great bank and amazing uh, service that they provide there. At least my customer support for the claims department, I guess is what it is. They seem to be pretty nice. And took all my information and seemed to be good. I don't know if they're the same ones that are doing the investigation. I highly doubt it, being that they follow the script. But, yeah, good old Bank of America. They are just right on top of things to help their family out, as I use it in quotes. Whatever the fuck their stupid ass uh, 
mode, motto is. I don't even know if they even have one, nor do I care. But, I mean, uh, you know, seriously, I mean, if I, I know that if I have some of their money or somehow I owe them some something, drafts, uh, if I were, I don't have any overdrafts, thank God. But if I did, first of all, they just take it right out anyway. But if they couldn't, you bet your ass they'd be right on top and saying you need to contact this and you need to you know and you need to send this money and so forth or you will be you know penalized or uh, you know uh, sent to collections whatever you know why can't we do the same thing why can't we send a collections for individuals and here's here's the one thing i i thought was good maybe i mentioned it before so if i have i apologize but when you have an issue, like I had an issue with the whole Bank of America thing. Now, the the first initial call of claims, I, I get it. But if I have to call back because I haven't heard from you in any way, no correspondence whatsoever, and I have to call back and then take my time to see what's going on because you haven't bothered to do anything, I think I should at that point be able to charge them my hourly rate, whatever that may be, right? Whatever my time is worth. And I think we should be able to do that with all businesses that seem to drop the ball on shit. Insurance companies, uh, doctor offices. I mean, the list goes on. I feel I've always wanted to do a little business like that. If I have to call you and spend an hour of my time, 30 minutes of my time, two hours of my time contacting you because you fucked up, shouldn't I be able to bill you my time? I think so. And if they don't pay, then I get to penalize them. And then eventually, I send them the collections. I think that would only be fair. And I almost feel that that might rectify... A lot of the issues when companies don't get back to their customers or anybody else. I I think that would be a great idea for me to try to put together. Now, I don't know if it would work or how to do it or how to start, but I've talked to my buddy Felix about this and I've talked to a couple of people about this. And I think it'd be a damn good thing because why am I wasting my time calling you and contacting you when you are the one at fault. I mean, you have to you have to think that that's a good thing. That's a good idea. I, I would imagine not not that I like to gloat about my ideas, <laughs> but I do think that's a great idea. And so, anyways, on as we segue from there, I ended up emailing those companies that I had a charge from, and uh, didn't hear back from them of course. So then I emailed once more and put a thread out saying, I'm going to turn you into, I'm going to report you to the Better, Better Business Bureau. And once, you, if you don't respond after that, I will take further legal action. And lo and behold, I don't know, 45 minutes later, I get a call. Not even an email. I actually get a call. So, I get a call and I talk to um, this dude by the name of Francis because they all use the real names, of course. 
It's almost like the strippers, but just not as hot as an entertaining. Well, some strippers. Um, I called, and um, it's two different, on the transactions, two different sites, okay? Which, just so you guys know, one of them was called Slender You, and the other one was called uh, True Radiant Glow. And they were both like women things, which that was another reason. I'm like, wait a minute. And I didn't order no shit from there. So when so when I ordered, I mean when I ordered, when I <laughs> there I just caught I just got caught. I'm kidding. So when I called them, they said that I had ordered these two C B D um uh 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 trials, I guess. So one's uh all oil drops and the other one are capsules. Okay, so and that's when I realized I did order something like that. But here's where it gets shady and, and just sketchy. I'm reading, I don't know, some articles because sometimes I read stuff on Yahoo and uh, and Google. And you can all, usually always pretty much tell which one's an ad, which one's not. And I read one where something about, I was while well, I was reading something about, because I, I do look for some CBD sometimes curious to see if it helps my joint pains after hitting the gym all for all these years and just getting tore down by the weights and I figure well I want to try some of that I've tried I've tried one I think it's worked but I've I ended up taking glucosamine too so I kind of cheated and I know that's not a fair uh, assessment but um I was reading something and something and and I know it wasn't an ad but it was something to do with Tony Hawk creating a CBD and creating one because he's already got it. I mean, he's loaded, right? And that supposedly he created one or involved with one that was much, much cheaper than the normal pharmaceuticals that sell it. And so they were trying to sue him because he was selling his stuff so much cheaper than they were. And... They were pissed off because they want to make money and rip people off. And Tony was like, no, I'm not going to and this and that. So I went and clicked on his link. Well, I thought it was his link, but I guess not. It took me to a landing page. Okay. Those are usually already shady a little bit. But since it was directly from like a, it was a, I forgot what, what uh, source it was from, but it was a good source in Tony Hawk was you know in the article so when i clicked on the the link i took me to this trial trial get your shipment here get get your free trial or something here so it said all you have to do is pay for ship shipping which i think it was like six bucks i'm like hey might as well try it out why not um well lo and behold that's where my charges came from now I still kind of call it fraudulent to a point. Definitely misleading. Definitely false advertisement. So when I call, the guy's like, oh, yeah. So first of all, you know, because they always start going off their script and start talking and don't want you to talk. Don't want you to interrupt. And they just go on because that's how it's trained. If anybody's ever worked at any type of call center, you know, that's how it works. So this guy starts going off about how 
he's speaking. Am I speaking to Jose? Yes. Okay. So uh, what I'm talking, I'm calling uh, you about is the email because here it shows that you had ordered the oils, you had ordered the capsules. One is one hundred. Blah blah blah. And he just he's just going on and going on and going on, and and he's just saying, you know, and and, and the oil and the capsules you hold in your possession. Um, is what you're being charged for and that was on the 28th and blah blah so finally i said hey 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 hold hold just just hold on hold on let me stop you right now so no reason to go any further i said listen i need you to just to refund my money immediately because that's what i want to happen and if you don't i'm going to report you to the better business bureau and if I have to, take legal action. And of course, he goes off with the whole rebuttal because they all have that and says, well, you know, um, you did order this. This transaction is completely legit and completely legal. Okay, I get it. I do. Now, if I'm buying drugs from somebody, whatever it may be, and I'm giving them cash. The, the the transaction is legal, right? I mean, I'm giving them real cash, and that's the transaction technically is legal. Now the product is not. So maybe the transaction was legal on their end that I said okay, but I said okay because it was for shipping only in the trial period for the shipping only. So maybe the transaction was legit, but the information that was given, or lack thereof, should I say, was not legit. And here is what I tell him. So I tell him, listen, no, um, you guys have to give me that money back. And he says, well, the reason you're being charged is because when you sign up, this is not necessarily a free trial. It's not free products or you paid for the shipping, and once you pay for the shipping, then we we open an account for you, and you're able to try this product and return it at any time or cancel your account at any time within 14 days of your order. And I said, well, there was no such thing about 14 days anywhere. And he said, no, no, there was. There's a disclaimer at the bottom. I said, no, there's not. And he said... Well, yes, there is 14 days. And um, once the 14 day passes and we don't hear anything back from you, we assume that you want to stay active. So therefore, we will charge you for the products because they're actually not free. Okay, that's already fucking bullshit because nothing on there says that it was free. So he says, um, it says right there, sir, and I could take you to and I could tell you the website that you ordered it from. I said, no, no, no. That's not relevant. It doesn't matter what website I ordered it from. That's past tense. I have the landing page of the website that I opened it or that I ordered it from now opened right now on my computer. And I have scrolled through that thing just now, even went to the bottom at the very small print. And there's nothing there that says anything about 14 days trial or you get charged. And he tries to tell me, well, yes, there is at the bottom. I said, no, there is not. I said, so give me my money, refund my money immediately. And he said, well, sir, 
what I can do for you is what I'm allowed to at the highest uh, authority that I have, whatever the hell you want to call it, I can give you $25 refund per transaction. And that'll for a total of $50, blah, blah. And I said, no, that ain't going to happen. I need all the money refunded or I'm going to contact the Better Business Bureau and seek legal action. So then he says, well, let me just talk to my superiors and see what they can do. I can't guarantee you that they will do much more, but if you can hold on for one to two minutes, okay. It's almost like talking to like, let me talk to my manager when you're talking to a car salesperson, right? I mean, it's almost the same thing. So I'm on hold and who knows if he's work. I hear some shit on the back. I'm sure he just kind of kicks off probably looking at Facebook or fucking who knows what. Comes back. Okay, so my superior said that uh, they have increased the credit refund that they allowed me to be able to give you credit back of $60 per item ordered for a total of $120. Um, and, and, that's, and that's all we can do. That's the highest we can go. There's, it, it be, being that it was a legal transaction, we necessarily don't have to refund the money. But being that I talked with my superiors... I can actually be able to do the highest that we ever can possibly go and we've ever done is $60 per item. And I said, oh, so I figured, you know what? I'm going to call their bluff. At this point, I'm a little, little sketchy or a little worried like or concerned. Hmm. Am I going to get, should I get the 120 and bounce or the 40 and then skip the 40 or should I just fucking go, go big? And I was pretty aggravated. And at this point, I really, even though I, was, I had a little concern, I had no fucks given. And I said, you know, now I think you could do better than that. Matter of fact, I think you could do so much better that you can you can return the entire charge that I'm requesting immediately. Or again, I'm going to move on to the next steps. And Again, report you to the BBB. And he says, well, sir, this is the highest um, we can do. And this is the highest that I've been able to be authorized to give you. I, If you want to report us to the Better Business Bureau, I can certainly respect that and I understand that. However, let me go talk to my superiors once more and see what they tell me. And again, it's not a guarantee what they will say, but let me see if there's anything else they can do. Same about, same little bit of wait time. One to two minutes comes back and then comes back and says, hey, sir, okay. So talking to my superiors, um, they're going to go ahead and authorize me to credit you the full refund that you ever even requested. Wow. Go figure, huh? It's amazing what talking to your manager or to your superiors and how all of a sudden I get my all my money back. Well, working on that. It's it's pending from what I understand on my phone or my statements. So I call that fraudulent still. It's still shady, sketchy shit, and I don't think it's legit. I mean, you guys tell me, but that's the way I look at it because 
why all of a sudden? I mean, they're trying to keep as much money as possible. I, I, I see what they're doing, right? I mean, it's a whole total, hey, the rebuttal, offer them this. If they rebuttal again, offer them this. And then just tell them that's the final this and that, and most people will back off, which a lot of them would. And then if you just keep pushing, then you finally get it back. All of it. But they do everything possible to keep that money. Not If they really had the uh, disclaimer or whatever you want to call it there for you to be able to read it, they never return your shit. So if you guys are out there for anything like that and you get caught up with something like that, beware. And if you do, push those bastards to the last to the last option because they always have that option they're just trying to keep your money goddamn dirt bags but that's fine because ah it felt good to win one because oh sometimes you just lose right it's frustrating but oh felt good to win and chalk that up in the w column oh yeah so that was inter- entertaining took a little bit of time actually and that one wasn't too bad it was only 20 minutes so then at that point i would only charge them 150 dollars for my time um oh yeah i was just looking at the notes that i had for some of the podcast notes that i've had um <laughs> so <laughs> that's almost turning into a bitch fest or anything like that but i've told you guys i played call of duty and i played it for many years and i played it i've played it a lot matter of fact i even opened up a or started a a, a twitch uh, streaming account and was planning on doing some youtube videos on that on a separate channel not my jose mesa channel but another channel uh, by the name of Rockto Express, anyway, that's my gamer tag. Uh, because I do, I love playing games, but they take a lot of time, and not that it matters, but I have the other stuff that I got to get going with the my regular YouTube channel, uh, my photography, animation, all that good stuff. This podcast in uh, video games can take a lot of time. And I love the hell out of them, so I have no problem spending hours in front of it. But recently, this last, especially this last year, I maybe in the last two years, I backed off quite a bit because I'm trying to focus on my real shit. Who knows? Maybe that maybe that's what I should have been focused on, and I'd be playing video games for a living, which whoa, would be an ultimate dream of mine. I'm not gonna lie, ultimate. But anyway, so I decided I'm gonna try a little Twitch streaming and. And possibly do some YouTube and see if I can get some followers. But for some reason, this la- almost this in- well, this year, all this entire year, all six days of it. Uh, but almost all of 2020, I guess the servers got a- got the COVID too because I just been crashing and getting booted out of every match like crazy, and it just basically drops my entire Xbox connection. Therefore, if I was on streaming on Twitch. That would just go, it would just cut. Everything does. So, I've been getting booted, and I mean, it takes, sometimes I, the match, I start a match, and sometimes five seconds of the match, I get dropped. 
Other times I could play for five, ten minutes. And of course, a lot of times it happens when I'm on a rampage. I'm just rolling through fools. And it drops. Especially after I got like 10, 12 kill streak, and it just drops. And all I get is you need an internet connection to play error code Thursday. And I'm telling you, I've looked at every damn thread, Reddit article, you name it, all sorts of shit, all forums on Google and have not found one answer yet. And I usually can find something to fix it. This time, nothing. Nothing. And the people that I have seen that had this issue have pretty much said, we just have to wait for the next update, I guess, because um, all of a sudden it just started doing this. And I'm talking, and this I think I've seen people from 2013 to now. I mean, to 2020, I don't know, 2021, probably. No, actually, I think I think I saw one from January. And um, and everybody that I've that I've seen posting, not one has had a solution, and everybody has said the exact same thing. Oh, their servers, it's just their servers, it's shit. And hopefully with the next update they they fix it. And it hasn't happened to me yet. It's just been I actually matter of fact, it's been getting worse. It's just been like before I'd actually be able to play two or three, maybe four matches before the first time finally went out. Now, I, I'm five, ten seconds into the first match after a few days and dropped immediately. So, after searching, and I did everything. I cleared the cache on my Xbox. I, um, I bought all my new gear uh, for networking. I mean, my network for uh, the the newest router the newest uh modem and i mean the best you can get for gaming and gaming purposes only uh, i've 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 changed my dns servers i've done it all and every time it still drops so i finally started getting pissed off taking pictures of it on my phone and Direct messaging them on Twitter and posting on their Twitter page. Direct messaging them on IG. Also went to Activision or support Activision, Activision support, something like that website and put in something through there. And I was doing this constantly. Every time it crashed, I'd take a picture and send them a message. Every time. And I was an asshole about it too. I was pissed. And I did it for a long time. Finally, I said... Okay, you have seven days or I'm taking legal action. I mean, come on, you know, it's a fucking multi-billion dollar fucking company. But I'm sure that's I'm sure I'm not the first one in that day that said that. But I figured, hey, I might as well just give it a shot, throw that out there, and see if anything happens. So I said you have seven days till I take legal action because I didn't want to say you have seven days because then it might sound like some kind of physical threat. And that's not what I was looking for. So I just said you have seven days from now to take care of this situation um, uh, and, and solve my issue or I will be taking legal action and something like that, whatever. And then the next day I try to play again, nothing. Sixth day. So I said him again. This went on. Every day 
until well the end of day of, of days day one you have day two left you are you have two days left you have one day left and that's it so when i had three days left or it was two days left i had already preempted i did I, on on this forums just by coincidentally i ran through well actually i was looking at class action lawsuits and i put activision in there and through these forums i think i found i found it i did find it on reddit there was this um lawyers of what is it firm right in i believe in florida somewhere where it said something about a class action lawsuit against them and it was 11 months ago so i was like oh this might not be active so anyways i still went clicked on the link took me to their page i they said contact us sent them an email basically kind of saying along the lines of what i just mentioned as far as twitch all that good stuff and i didn't really think nothing of it but i figured hey you know what and listen I'm not a person that cares for suing much, especially class action, especially because I know that a lot of lawyers are nothing but fucking money chasers and ambulance chasers. That's why I can't stand the state of California because all the so many laws and that prop six, whatever, 65 bullshit is because of these lawyers just looking for dough and making just millions and tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. And, of course, the uh, people that uh, are involved in the class action get, you know, five, ten bucks. So, that just sucks. But, but you know what? I was just tired of it. They hadn't responded. Maybe they didn't respond because the shit that I said, it doesn't matter. Tell me something or at least acknowledge it. Nothing. Even on when I went to the support site, I was cool. I was professional on that one, actually. Nothing. So, I said, fuck it. I'm going to try it. And sure enough, not from Activision. I wish it could end in a good way, but it did not. I get a message from the lawyers, which I completely forgot about. They were just, I don't know. I I think I emailed them on a Friday or Saturday and they had getting back to me yesterday. Like, sorry for the delay. But I was like, wow. And sure enough, it's like somebody will reach, somebody will thank you for writing us. We are in the middle of looking at some, some class action lawsuits with uh at or towards what with active yeah you know my english yes activision class action against against right i'm not a lawyer against activision and uh said some and thank you for writing in and somebody will contact you soon so i said oh thank you for responding i appreciate it this and that and sure enough uh, quite a few uh not quite a few hours later I get another, I receive another email from one of their colleagues or one of his colleagues that originally emailed me with an attached, a document that's attached saying, please fill out this questionnaire, Jose. This should be able to help us um, with, uh, with the claims and, and see, you know, what, what issues and, and problems you might have, which is what I did today. I couldn't believe it. I wish, I wish I could have said, yep. And then on the fourth, on the third day, Activision ends up emailing or responding to me and saying, we're looking at this problem. We're going to go ahead and see what we can do for you. And then I could tell you it's fixed and I haven't had a problem since. But damn it, this ain't Hollywood. I say it's probably a better movie than Hollywood. They can't come up with shit nowadays except for rewrites or reboots i guess but anyways this ain't a hollywood movie at least not yet 
So we'll see what happens. I filled that out today, but oh my God, it it might not sound like a big deal to you guys, especially if you don't game, but holy, if you are, especially if you're like in a shooting shooter game like that, and you just rolling through people and you just keep getting booted, especially more so when you're just, I'm pretty decent at games and it just keeps happening. You want to smash something even more so when it's not even your fault. It's bad enough when there's a lag uh, and and there's cheaters on there to begin with that already. You just want to just throw somebody through a window. But when this is at least the cheaters, eventually you either can get out of them, get out of their rooms at some point when they don't put you as a cheater. Cause I get classified as one often or at, at least you can kill them. But when you can't even play, oh, I'm mad. I'm so glad I'm going to TB today and take out some frustration. God, well, it seems like I'm just, that's, that's two things that I've had complaints about. I shouldn't be always talking something like that. I should have good stuff, right? Well, I guess I started with New Year's Eve, which was a good thing. My sandwich is not working out well, though. I got good, bad, bad, so I probably should end it in good, shouldn't I? I don't know if I have anything good. Well, I actually do. There's a couple things, but I got to bounce in 15 minutes to go to Krav Maga, tactical black. So, um, animation for, I did an animation for Ian Camfield, who actually, if you guys haven't heard his podcast, is Did You America podcast. It's he and a, uh, another, friend of his that he does a podcast with by the name of Jeremy. And he used to be a DJ out here in Phoenix and then got a gig up, sorry, in Dallas, Texas. And unfortunately, because of the COVID and all that stuff, he eventually got laid off. So he's starting doing a podcast, but still looking for work as he will definitely tell you every episode. <laughs> but it was, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun podcast. It's, it, it's, uh, I think it's it's entertaining and um you know he's 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 a Brit, ex Brit. He hates he hates the UK with a passion. I don't know if I've known anybody to hate the UK more. I mean, maybe besides Scotland. But you know, he he just he just he loves America. More American than I think most people born here are or ever will be and he's just a he's just a funny dude and he's a good guy and i think he and jeremy have a good chemistry uh together and and uh, they work well and so i listened to his episode it comes out every monday and every thursday um usually um outside of maybe some covid scares like his new york new york producer had and jeremy at one point had but came out negative uh but Monday and Tuesday, uh, every week, and it's always good, and it's not too long. I think it's maybe about an hour long or something like that. But anyways, uh, he always he reaches out to me because I've done a couple animations for him on in other uh, programs, and he reached out to me and saying, "Hey, if you hear anything that you want to animate, please let me know, or please do it, and we'll credit you and this and that." And he and I have developed a good um, business relationship that way. 
and uh, he's, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good cat. And so I did an animation for him. Nobody knows what Jeremy looks like because he's a 28-year-old millennial who I guess looks like a fat Walter Becker from Steely Dan. Now, I had to look him up. I know the Steely Dan band. I know the Steely Band band. That one, I guess. <laughs> but I wasn't sure who or what Walter Becker looked like. And it was Walter Becker from the like late 70s. But he has, Jeremy has no social media. He, he's 80, I think, honestly. He's 80 in a 20-year-old body. Overweight body. And I guess he's a fat Steely Dan from then. And that's the only direction I got. So I, uh, I went ahead and drew him up. Along with, I already had Ian drawn up. Along with the background and the kitchen uh, and so forth of Ian's. Because they do it in his kitchen in his apartment. The podcast, not 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 anything else. Oh, it's because Ian's gay. So nothing that not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but he said <laughs> he mentioned it on on his podcast how I accurately put together his kitchen, how they sit, and also some of the decorations, knickknacks that he has in there. And he said, hey, I couldn't believe how accurately you were. And I've never, I actually never even met Ian personally. So I don't know. It's just one of those things where you just kind of put something together and it works out, I guess. But they said, Jeremy was pretty spot on. My buddy, Chad McDaniel, um, who all listens to this podcast. Thank you, Chad, for always being there to support me. I always appreciate you. He's always there supporting Ian as well. Always great to hear from that dude. He's a good, he's a good guy, good person. Um, but he uh he he even mentioned um how funny it was to finally have a face, I should say, <laughs> on Jeremy. Uh a name to the face. But yeah, it was it was fun, it was great, short, but you know, my animations, I love the animations and I love the content of of animate of what I animate to in the characters. But what I really enjoy a lot of that, because that's only 50% of the entertainment and the animations that I do. The other 50% are the inside jokes, are the Easter eggs, the backgrounds, and, and things that I have within the scene or scenes, depending on how many I have. And I've gotten or I've received a lot of great feedback on those details that I have or that I use. Now, I love it because it's all about details for me. Now, if you don't listen because like I do some for 98 KUPD out here for my buddy John Holmberg, and if you don't listen to those shows, then you won't get a lot of, of the jokes, if any, because it's for fans that know Wow, I can't believe this is in, this is here, this is here. I try to put a lot of jokes. Matter of fact, I was I was talking to Holmberg, uh, uh, I don't know, last week. And he had mentioned, man, there was like 30 jokes in there. And your show, or your animation was what, 15 seconds long? He goes, that's the best shit of all, is all the background things that you put in there, the details. It's, it's insane. It's insane. 
And so he enjoys it every time I do them. So does Ian. And, um, and it's just awesome to hear that. So that's the thing I love about the animations the most. The best thing. And I just, I, 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 I love doing them. I've done some for some comedians where you won't have to worry about the backgrounds. Like I did one for Brian Callen. And I just did one off one of his bits off the, um, uh, oh, I can't believe I'm forgetting it now. Apes. Uh, sorry, I apologize. His most recent special. And um, I did one, as I mentioned, for Craig Gass. Now, he was talking about, uh, he was he had a bit about Seattle. And so I did a lot of Seattle stuff for that. But um, depending on the, the content. But I just, I don't know. I think they're fun. They, they are definitely time consuming. I'm telling you, I think the details and looking for images, things like that are probably like the, the Easter eggs. I, I, I can think of them because every time I'm listening to someone's show, especially if I listen to them a lot, I always remember certain things that I can always put back, put in those animations. Not, I just, sometimes when I'm doing the animation, I remember them. There's other times that I note them down because I think it's great to be able to do that. So I don't forget them because there's some gems in there. But I just, I don't know. I put them in there and they do take a while. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to place them right. And I don't know, it, all these, these little things that you have to balance just right. Because sometimes it might be too much. Sometimes, like there's one with from here with, with Holmberg, with uh, Kirby, which is Brady's daughter. And the shoes she wears supposedly are the biggest in the house. She's And she's, I think, I don't know if she's like 10 or 12 years old. And has the uh, biggest feet in the house. And, of course, Brady just puts that out there. And I made the shoes large in this animation in the background along with Brady and his wife's, which are pretty small or much smaller. And, you know, and, and Holmberg said, just the shoe size right there is hysterical. And he goes, it's just amazing how... If you would have made him any bigger or any smaller, it wouldn't have had as much impact. But he's like, you just nailed it. So it is it is a fine balance with certain things that you got to put there that people have to be able to notice. If it's different scenes, you have to make sure they have enough time to notice those things, at least for a bit. And some other ones you could put more. If it's one scene, I put as much as I can in there because people love to rewatch it. That's the whole purpose in putting those details in there. Because if somebody says, oh my God, did you see this? They'll go back and rewatch it. Oh, I didn't see that. Did you see this? And they'll just keep rewatching. And that's the whole purpose of those animations is try to have people keep going back to get more views, right? I mean, that's the way it is. And that's the way it's supposed to work. But yes. I enjoyed it. So if you want to, you can go check it out at Ian Canfield on the radio, I think is on his Twitter and just Ian Canfield, I think on IG um, and listen to his Did You America podcast. Uh, always, always fun. Uh, okay. So I got to, I, I got to, I got to get ready to leave here. Um, before I, before I go, I'm going to end on a little bit of a mushy note. Yeah, I know. But I, I have I have a, a little thing on here with friends. And I just want to say that I have the best fucking friends in this planet. And I couldn't ask for 
any better. And I honestly don't know what I would do without these guys. Um, through all the, I mean, minus the COVID shit, uh, of, of me going on my own and unfortunately um, it not working out, at least right now as, as of this point, um, it's been rough and it's been crazy. It's been hard, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, losing, not, not, not physically losing a couple people in my life, but, um, I mean, as far as not death, but cutting people out of your life that, that, uh, how do you say you, it's just better because they're toxic or they bring something in negative to your life and you need to move on from them no matter how much it might hurt or no matter how much it sucks. And you have to do that sometimes. And even though it's rough and you might, you might never get over it, honestly, or you may, it may be, a few weeks, it might be a year, it might be a couple years, who knows. In the end, or towards as you progress, you feel so much better. And it's because that weight that is on your shoulders is just not there anymore. Um, it's just, you leave them behind and all of a sudden now, you can actually be more happy you don't have to put your they don't they don't suck your energy out of you and you can actually focus on things that you love and more importantly focus on the ones that who you love and love you back i have those friends this past especially this past year and a half of all the shit that i've been through and i've had these cats in my life between 15 5 and 15 years but my circle that I'm talking about are the best I could ever have. And if it wasn't for them, I don't know what type of mess I would be in physically and mentally, but most of them, I don't think listen to my podcast and that's okay. I don't push it on them. If they want to, it's cool. If not, it doesn't, that doesn't bother me. I just know that if they were listening, that I hope they realize how much these people mean to me in my life and what they've done for me. And I just appreciate every single one of them so much. And I'm glad to have that circle because it's the best thing you will ever feel outside of my family. And for those of you that know me, you know, my family is very, very strong for me. I'm very close with my parents and my sister, my nieces, my nephews. I love them. So that circle, of course, is different. That's that's my that's my blood. That's my family. I love them. And that's how I feel about them, too. I just want to take a second to thank my friends that mean the world to me. And thank God they're in my life. So on that note, I got to bounce because I'm off to train a little Krav Maga. 
I'm probably running a little late. So anyways, I will see you guys later. Again, I appreciate you guys for stopping by. Please subscribe to this podcast, Hella Average with Jose. Um, <laughs> I know I'm sounding all DJ-ish and I've, oh, it's horrible. Please subscribe to my podcast. Download it if you could. Um, go to the, sometimes I just get a little too animated, I think. Sorry. Uh, make sure you can check out my YouTube channels, or my YouTube channel, I guess, um, at Jose Meza, formerly Juan and Joe Studios. And um, check out, you can see the animation that I did for Ian as well. And uh, yeah, if you could subscribe. Also, remember, I got the ktshirts.net, the shirts there for pop art, minimal designs. 20 bucks, less than 20 bucks actually, free shipping. And I'm always on Jose Meza underscore creator, along with a couple other uh, accounts that I have associated with that. But thanks again. Always appreciate you guys' support, and I will talk at you guys later. Shit, that's twice in a row. Peace. That's a fucking wrap. <laughs>